Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldra. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN, the 977, the fifth day of July 2017. Appreciate you spending a little part of your morning with us. We are brought to you, the Edge, as always, by Dr. David Weber, North Florida Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. You guys better check out. We're going to do a remote out there probably sometime this month. I'm going to check with uh, with David and find the best day to do that. But go see him on US 165 North in Monroe. 318-345-4545. Terry Walter here, Jamie Foxx in the house, and the guy that's always running the Death Star, one Jonathan Tabor. Tabor, what's happening? What's up, guys? Are you uh, are, Have you pushed the panic button on the Cubs yet? Nope. When do you push the panic button? I don't. No? You're that confident? Yep. <laughs> Straight to the point. There, there, there you have it, folks. The reason John Tabor is not an attorney. <laughs> yeah, maybe, he should be, though. Maybe maybe. Yeah, I'd like him. Be. I'd like John represent. Yeah, Can you imagine just a few choice words? And it's well, case dismissed. Yes. Uh, attorney Tabor, could you tell us why, uh, you know, the defense, he's not guilty. Thank you. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah, uh, thank you. You want to get to the crux of the matter, so to speak? One Esquire, John Tabor. Um, happy post-fourth, Terry. I wanted to know, did the fireworks work not just limited to your carport, I hope, at the Waltrip household? I hope there were fireworks perhaps in other areas of the Waltrip house, but but I digress. Um, i tell you who had fireworks is Kevin Durant. Did he really? Kevin Durant re-up with the uh, – Sixty-five million? What? What was it? Something ridiculous? Yeah, he's going to make only twenty-six million. He left seven million on the table. Pauper. Seven no, million. I mean, I mean how many away. people will we'll do that? We'll walk away from seven million. Kevin Durant says, "You know what? I like this place so much. I like the culture. I like the people. I like the the success. I'm going to leave seven million on the table." Well, I'll walk away from seven million when I've got twenty-seven. I'm going to get. Not many will. No, I, I, but I you got to see the big picture. I give you one example of Carmelo Anthony. Who has never walked away from money? Who's been on mediocre at best teams, still complaining? And I and I pray every day that he goes to Houston. Not that I dislike Houston, but I just yeah, want do. to see that train wreck <laughs> continue. Uh, Chris Paul, very curious uh, move there to Houston. With and you know you don't know if it's going to work or not. I like the idea of it. Uh, whether it works or not, it's another story. But then the big one yesterday, Gordon Hayward, saw that coming, going from yeah. the Jazz. To Utah Jazz is just still a dysfunctional. Uh, yeah, but where would you rather live, Salt Lake or Boston? Boston. Yeah, I'm not sure Utah even has a state income tax, but Boston, I can assure you, does. Well, uh, and a and a federal and a. Where every are you going to win? Yeah, you're, Boston well, was the number one seed in the East this year. We get, we know Cleveland was better, but in the West, I mean, you might make the playoffs. Well, plus you got to you get to play for your college coach Brad Stevens, and I think that was the biggest draw. In well, no, let's, let's let's be real here. White guys in Boston in basketball, gee, <laughs> there's a novelty. Doesn't take long to call roll there now, I does mean, it? Yeah. Let's be serious about it. We we yeah. talk about it all the time. If if you're a white guy, Boston's a pretty cool place to play, I would think, given the history that they've had, uh, embracing the stars from from Larry Bird, which they have the statue out there, going back to Havlicek and. Um, you know, Carlton Fisk. Yeah, Carlton <laughs> Fisk, uh, Tom Brady. I mean, it's a pretty cool gig, I would think. But uh, yeah, so and naturally, the NBA, the drama queens of the NBA, uh, Rudy Gobert, his former teammate, he played with, I think, for four years at uh, the Utah Jazz, gets on Twitter or was it Instagram, whatever that thing was. And he sings, um, <laughs> he sings a loyal song. This is a Chris Brown song uh, to diss Gordon Hayward. And now um, the big thing in Utah, trending in Utah, believe it or not, yeah, there's things that are trending in Utah. The Jazz fans are furious, and uh, the hashtag is Betrayward. Betrayward, I like Betrayward, that. Betrayward, and they're burning his jerseys. And, you know, I, I'll, I will caution you this. 
Jazz fan. Can you imagine the people that were so offended that LeBron left Cleveland and they were torching their jerseys only to realize I'm torching a $200 jersey? Let me go ahead and put that out. And then the people with the charred, burned jerseys when LeBron came back, digging them out. I know it's in here somewhere. It's in the bottom of my closet. One or two that didn't get burned. Yeah, one or two that didn't get burned. So, you know, Celtics have been criticized. Danny Ainge was on the hot seat, uh, literally and figuratively. He produced a star. They had not gotten Jimmy Butler. They had not gotten some of the other players they went after. Perhaps Hayward was their target the whole time. You're talking about one of the best forwards in the game. They're already the number one seed. He gives them a bold star to go with Isaiah Thomas. you got one of the best coaches in the game. The organization has been successful. So you're seeing a resurgence of the Lakers and of the Celtics and of the 76ers. I would argue when those teams are relevant, the NBA is better. Yeah, I think you can look at the 76ers, particularly in free agency, as one that's really picking up quickly. Um, they're putting a, a young, talented team together. I think to make all this uh, – uh, life worth living. We need to trade Carmelo Anthony now to uh, to Utah to replace Hayward. God, that'd be that'd be a reality that be television show. Wouldn't you're it? going from you're going from New York to Salt Lake. Does Doctor uh, Phil go with him there? Uh, he would have to because there's going to be a little bit of a culture shock uh, for Carmelo, but it would serve him right. Um, I, I think that's going to be the next domino. Perhaps is where Melo ends up. Uh, it's obvious New York wants to dump him. He doesn't want to leave New York. Um, He's on the tail think, end of his career, Jamie. Yeah. You know, the, the one thing Carmelo Anthony has never had success in is the playoffs. The guy scores a lot of points. He shoots a lot of balls. He's, he's basically Russell Westbrook in a power forward. That's what he is. I mean, he's entertaining. Uh, he guards no one. And so what a perfect place to go with the Rockets. Where they, I mean, the Rockets may average 150 points a game next year. They may give up 160. Yeah, because that would – can you imagine the Ole defense with Harden and uh, Melo playing well, defense? Harden couldn't the, guard John Tabor. Easy now. I'm serious. Harden puts – did you see the, – the thing that disappointed – I'm a James Harden fan. I enjoy watching him play. But the last – the elimination game he had this year – where he at, where he doesn't shoot hardly any, shoots him. And when he does, it's just the, no effort. Doesn't guard anybody. I think he had nine points, and you get beat by thirty at home in an elimination playoff game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that just it, it did not and go sit well and, with and me. And then seen partying. Like, yeah, within thirty yeah, minutes yeah, later. Yeah, partying thirty minutes later, and maybe that's just the new generation. I don't know. Uh, you guys are welcome in to text in on that triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line and hotline. Here's something for the NBA, and again, ESPN has doubled down on the NBA. Mm-hmm. They have really went hard toward the NBA, choosing that over Major League Baseball in terms of broadcast numbers and you know sort of where to put their uh, where to put their money and what they're betting on. So is it paying off? That's what well, that, that's the untold it's, it's story. Early. Well, yeah. Here's something not real encouraging. Here, let me give you a stat of the 15 series this year in the NBA playoffs. Eight of them lasted five games or fewer. Everything's a five. Everything's a seven-game series. So eight of the fifteen, over half, were five games or under, which means the sweeps were mm-hmm. just off the charts. Uh, here's another one. The uh, they averaged about 1.7 million viewers in primetime. Pretty good numbers. TNT fell 17 percent in total viewers from last year. Uh-oh. Uh oh. TNT also. Still king of the universe in like 18 to 49 prime demographics. But ESPN, in terms of the NBA playoffs, in prime time declined 9% from last year. Mm. And so that's some some pretty significant things because, you know, the NBA and college basketball, college football, professional football, that's and Major League Baseball, that's where your numbers come from. Well, and the NBA is trying to, to somewhat pass this off as, you know, that the, – that social media, all these things now, you can watch it on your phone and all this. They're not putting it that that's the reason for I, – I think it goes a little deeper than that. Um, ESPN is not looking at uh, perhaps a, a programming issues that maybe they should be, but I won't tell them how to run this ship. I'm just telling you they didn't have 9%. And uh, what was the subscribership is down, 30 million plus or something ridiculous. Well, a lot of the cables are deregulating yeah. now, so the cable company, so you don't have to have that bundle. Mm-hmm. Anymore, you use some more of an a la carte menu. 
And, and that's, I'm sure that has hurt. I mean, there's no question about it. But, you know, now people with options are not choosing your product. Well, the majority of people that pay for ESPN don't watch ESPN or, or any of these net- networks. Mm-hmm. Because it's included. If you get cable vision or direct TV or you whatever get you get, you get that as part of that package. It's not an option. Well, and then ESPN, of course, then would get a cut of that, right? Yeah, yeah. they're the highest uh, charging. I think it's like $9 a month. I, I want to say something like that is what it equates, equates out to. But the majority of people don't watch it. Mm-hmm. The majority of people don't watch CBS Evening News. majority of people don't watch Lifetime Network. But, again, majority is sort of a, a misleading term because there's so many tens of millions of people out there. It doesn't take a huge market share in order to be profitable. But as the cable companies, because people are just tired. I mean, what's an average cable bill? You guys text us in, 888-993-7762. It's over 100 bucks. You, you can't get one for less than 100 I mean, bucks. you're over. You throw in internet and all that stuff. You're probably looking at 150, 200 bucks a month, and people are just, you know, they're they're tight on money. So a lot of times they start cutting stuff, and there you go. If enough people, I saw a deal. I think it was ESPN loses on average 10,000 people a day, in terms of subscribers. Which okay, that's you know they've got you know tens of millions, but you know that starts adding up after a while, and that's a lot of revenue, and they've paid through the nose. For the rights to broadcast these games, you want to look at the correlation into college athletics, mm-hmm. uh, specifically football, basketball, more so football than anything else, is the television revenue. All these uh, conferences having packages, mm-hmm. the bowl game tie-ins, uh, things of that nature, that's funneling the arms race, not only for coaches, but for schools themselves. What uh, role do you think, Terry, the Longhorn Network played uh, played in the uh, breakup of the Big 12? They were huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they were the first. You know, you got to give them credit, too, because they were the first to have that. Right. Um, and, and, again, if you're looking at, at Texas, I remember the athletic director's conference. I was at New York City. This was back in the early 2000s. They had a guy from uh, the Pac-12, or Pac-10 as it was then, and they had made a big play for Texas mm-hmm. to go to the Pac-10. And he was talking about, you know, 20% of every television owned in America resides in the state of Texas. I can believe now that. think about that for a minute. 20% of every television owned in America resides in the state of Texas. So if I can have, if I can have the state of Texas, if I can have the Southern California market with USC, UCLA, if I and you know if you throw Stanford in there, you get up north, then you throw the Phoenix market in, you throw the Seattle market in, you throw the Denver market in, and I'm thinking of all Pac-12 people, you're looking at almost 50% of the United States that you could – encapsulate in certain games, do you think you could sell some advertisement when you can tell an advertiser, hey, we're going to broadcast to half of America at one time? Yeah, and then if you bring in Texas and Oklahoma into the equation. Well, that was with, yeah, that was with Texas, with with the 50%. And I I think Oklahoma would probably, would likely go because they need, you know, Oklahoma and Texas need each other. They they really do. Um, You know, Florida and Georgia, they need each other. Ohio State and Michigan, they need each other. You, you know, you need to have the yin for the yang, the good, the bad, depending on what side you're on. But this has um, – it's reverberating. Oh, without question. And I think if you look at, you know, around the country, if you see the uh, – as you said, the revenue streams, and that and that's going to be the key now going forward is where are we going to pick up these additional revenue streams if, if you're losing, you know, uh, you're looking at always uh, trying to capture market share. And if you can capture 50% of the country, you know, while, and these these athletic departments, they're looking out for their own best interest. Well, Chad tells me on, on the text line, and appreciate you chiming in, uh, loaded direct TV with all the sports and the movies, 168 bucks a month. Holy cow. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. Ugh. Well, I don't watch that much. You know, believe it or not, I don't. I mean, I just I watch a lot of uh, – I go back and forth. But I do watch it, you know, when it gets down to the playoffs and things like that. I think right. I'm like most people. I mean, you know, I – Baseball, I watch a little bit of uh, basketball when they get to the playoffs. The big thing now is your phone. Well, that's the thing. Now yeah. you can you can see it, and it that's cut into market. Yeah, it used to be you had to be at a sports bar or at uh, at your house or your friend's house, the tailgates, what have you, to watch all that stuff. Now with the technology, they're streaming it directly to your phone. Right. And so that's a little bit different, uh, you know, and, and they've got to be ahead of the curve on how to market to that because – you know, the newest generations, everything they do is off their phone. I mean, everything. Correct. I think they have a marriage app. Well, you marry, yeah, and, they, you know, you can be in one part of the world and somebody else in the other, and you get married and probably get divorced the same way. 
probably be probably going to be my next move. Yeah, internet yeah. attorney that yeah. divorces you. You don't even have to be present for it. You could have the Bobby Manning app on your phone and. You know, hey, you want to get married? Not, I want to get divorced? Bob, hey, Bobby, Bob, call Bob, Bobby today. Bobby can handle it. Mm-hmm. Bobby can handle it. Speaking of such, we're going to take our first break. This segment brought to you appropriately enough by Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializes in criminal defense, personal injury, wrongful death. And I'm sure he does divorce, too. Go see him. Give him a call. Tell him you heard it on ESPN and The Edge. Uh, Bobby, 318-342-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Jamie and I will be back. Un momento, ESPN. To win in sports, you must focus on your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. I'm Eric McCullough, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I can help. Call 318-254-0032 or stop by my office at 734 Celebrity Drive today. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. James Gentry Trucking, a family-owned and operated trucking company for more than 50 years, is currently looking for motivated Class A CDL drivers with at least two years on-the-road experience. Great West Coast routes with consistent miles and fuel economy bonuses. New and assigned trucks, home every week, and potential for more than $60,000 a year. Benefits including health insurance. Accepting applications at the Fairfield Inn and Suites of Ruston all day, Friday, July 7th, 8 to 5, and at gentrytrucking.com. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly. My dad started our business when I was 15 years old. Wow, 39 years in business now. And the tradition continues with my son, Chris. Visit us today at our Bossier City or Shreveport locations or see our photo gallery at Tilly'sHomes.com. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Partly cloudy skies with a 30% chance of rain on today and a high of 91 degrees. Partly cloudy skies, 30% chance of rain on tonight. A low 74, showers and thunderstorms in the forecast for tomorrow and a high of 91 degrees. with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, John Tabor, man in the Death Star controls. Thanks for spending a little part of your Wednesday morning with us here on ESPN 977. All right, Jamie, so... We're getting ready for college football to, to take off, and I'm going to paint a picture for you, all right? Kind of close your eyes and imagine this, man. You got the college football. You got the atmosphere. You got the crowd. Everything is ready to go. The band is playing. The cheerleaders are there. You've been tailgating, and nothing says football like tropics, right? I'm thinking like, you know, Miami. You know, you got the beach. You got uh, girls in bikinis. You got, you know, just the the – whole tropical atmosphere there's something you should know am, about am, yeah definitely. something you should know about am i talking like maybe lane kiffin's newest idea at florida atlantic no am i talking about the u miami no florida no I'm talking about arkansas state never never wanted to be confused with the beach arkansas state now this is this is an interesting conversation because this was a i don't think you'll ever put jonesboro arkansas on your on your bucket list of one of the places you want to visit before you die. Um, you may go there to die, but not necessarily before you die. Uh, that has since changed. They may send you there after you they die. They may send you there after you. That has since changed a little bit. From what I understand, Jonesboro is not near the, uh, <clears throat> how should I put this politely, uh, place you would want to visit. How's that? 
Now it's not as crappy as it used to be. Yeah, and Arkansas State <laughs> athletics, you know, was a very distant second, obviously, in the state of Arkansas, and still is to some extent. However, pay attention, local fans. They're putting money where their mouth is. This is an individual donor stepping up and doing the following. Centennial Bank Stadium, and this, and this is the Red Wolves Foundation. Uh, remember, they were one of the ones that had to change their names, too, so yeah. now they're the Red Wolves. So they are in the same boat we are. Yeah, we're in the same boat here. Uh, they released uh, renovation renderings to Centennial Bank Stadium's north end, which include a pair of waterfalls. Listen closely That's now. That's right, folks. Waterfalls. waterfalls. Uh, the Arkansas State Athletic uh, Twitter thread, and they show pictures of it, which is actually pretty cool. The next step in the evolution of hashtag the vault in Arkansas State football is highlighted on the all-new Arkansas State uh, football website, and they show a thing in there. Additionally, the school's website said the renovations will additionally feature a new weight room, locker room, players' lounge, and other amenities for team and staff. They're also going to install premium seatings. Now, here's the athletic director. The vision is very clear for us, said athletic director Terry Mohar. Let, let, me, let me say that again. The vision is very clear for us, said athletic director. The vision is very clear for us. We're building an experience in order to help fund this opportunity to enhance the perception of our athletics program. This project will allow us to attract top students in the country and provide first-class services to develop our students on and off the playing surfaces. The estimated price and completion date have not to be announced yet, though the renovations are expected to be finished for the 2018 season. Fast. Well, we're laughing. Right? Not so fast. Wait till it once this thing is in, in, engaged and it's it's brown is uh, ground is broken, it's installed. How long is it going to be before a Power Five school puts something like that in? Uh, Arkansas State, you got to give them kudos for gumption. I mean, they are going all out. They're all in. Uh, they're doing what they can. And I think the thing that changed. The thing that gets to me is they're changing, doing everything they can to change the perception of their school. They know there were a, a group of five, and they're, by gosh, I'm going to give somebody that picks this to play fo- football an experience. Uh, I'm going to do everything I can to increase the athlete, student-athlete experience here at Arkansas State because we know Jonesboro isn't exactly a destination uh, place to come play football, but we've got these facilities. And you say, well, does that necessarily make you better? Well, I don't know. It may make a difference in a tour. It could be that recruit that's a difference maker on the field. You, you never ever, know. You ever go car shopping, Jamie? Sure. Don't uh, like it, but I do. Well, but you go car yeah. shopping. You're looking at this car. Well, hey, this car has leather seats. Mm. It's got this. It got that. Yeah, we got this car over here. It's got wheels. Okay, that, that, that's. I mean, so it's perception. It's it's not only with student athletes, but it's with your boosters. It's with your current students. It's with people in the community getting involved with that and look that's easier said than done that that's a, not an easy call to make not at all uh people tend to stay where they are typically uh this i think is arkansas state's way of, of trying to generate revenue and trying to generate interest from people that they haven't uh maybe had it before because you know typically in, in fundraising you deal with a 90 10 rule 10 percent of the people give 90 percent of the revenue if not higher if it's not a 95 5 rule right and so you keep hammering the same 90 or 10% of people, 5% of people, and at some point they just can't give anymore. So it's opening up other avenues. Now, in a bigger city, obviously that's easier in some ways because you have more of a, of a pond to fish in, so to speak. It's also negative in the fact that more people are trying to fish in that pond. Well, you know, that's true. I asked someone pretty close related to the program here at ULM about, you know, well, why hasn't somebody like a Tim McGraw been approached or whatever. And my understanding is he has been over and over and over again. And he got a little bit of, uh, yeah, got a little bit of beat up about it. But I wonder if he'd feel the same way if in the right corner end zone you had the Tim McGraw water slide. In the left end zone you had the Tim Brando uh, putt-putt course. In the you know back end zone you had – I think I've run out of celebrities. That's okay. I was scared where you were going. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I, uh, the Terry Waltrip uh, e- free throw uh, basketball court where you can practice your free throw shooting during the game. Anything named after – I mean, because people have egos. Yes. They do. 
And I wonder if that would have made a difference. Now, I don't know if this particular tropical paradise will be named after the individual the, or the bank. It may be Centennial Bank Water Park. Maybe Jimmy Buffett Water Slide. Yeah, but they've already got the stadium named after them, so it, I guess it's it's tens. But you notice now there's all sorts of things. You, know, you name the f- field after somebody. You name the – it can be done. and it, it can be done with the right amount of money. And Arkansas State, who is up, you know, nestled in the north, East corner of the state, away from it, what, about 100 miles from Memphis? Or yeah, that, that's their claim to fame. We're closer to yeah. Memphis than you are. Actually, I've seen their, their – they, they do try to sell you on that. Actually, we're close to Memphis and Tulsa. So, anyway, come see us. Um, that is – they've taken uh, chicken something else and made chicken salad out of it. And I, I kudos to them. I mean, they're not backing down there. They've had some success. Uh, they've got some D1 transfers in there that do pretty well. It's a It's a – the coaching situation with Blake Anderson, I think they've got extended him into 2020, so they're doing things to try to stop that coaching carousel. But just think, the last few coaches who have been there, Gus Malzahn, Hugh Freeze, uh, Larry Lacewell was there at one point in time. So it's been a, uh, believe it or not, despite its reputation, it's had some pretty good football through there. And this community now, including Centennial Bank, has certainly stepped up and now they're going to go the extra mile, which I think is fantastic. I mean, you know, you do – you got to find it. Oregon does it with their uniforms, you know, and, or something else. I mean, you got to do what you have to do to attract student-athletes. Well, That's how you yeah, win. Oregon – it doesn't hurt that Nike's, like, right up the street. And I heard they're going to change the University of Oregon to Phil Knight State. They should. Yeah. They should. Yeah, yeah right. basically it. I mean, you look at – you talk about the 95-5 ratio – uh, Phil Knight is the 95. Yeah, there's not much that goes on without Phil. No, he, uh, I think he pretty much picks. Saying grace over the top of that one. But, yeah. you know, to their credit, they've capitalized on it. Yeah. There's a lot of people that will have success, fleeting though it may be, that doesn't. they don't capitalize on it like they could. Uh, you know, we'll go back. And they call it you know, back in the day. You remember when Doug Flutie threw the touchdown pass against the, the U way back and, you know, they scored at the end of the game? To beat Notre Dame, or, right. uh, yeah, to when Miami beat. Notre oh yeah, Dame. yeah, the yeah. Hail Mary. The, yeah. or, I'm sorry, Boston College Boston beat College. Miami. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, that was that was Miami, right? Or was it? Notre it was Dame? yeah, it was Miami. Miami, yeah. Miami beat uh, Boston. Boston College beat Miami. Boston College yeah. beat Miami. That was Flutie to yeah, yeah. Jack McNell was the center. Yeah, Boston. and Philbin. I think it was uh, Philbin is the guy that caught it. Right. At, at any rate, Boston College, which is a private school, their enrollment spiked after that because they got so much. But now remember, this is. 20 years before social media. This is you had to wait for a newspaper to come out. I don't think we had USA Today going No, uh, at that point. No, so didn't. you had to wait for your local. And, you know, you had news like once a day. And sports got like a four-minute sliver of it. No ESPN, none of that stuff. But the enrollment spiked at Boston College. Well, they coined that term in higher education. It's called the Flutie Factor. And any time that your sports teams, basketball, football, specifically, specifically, um, not that people don't get excited over the domino team, but be that as it may, uh, the enrollments will spike. Look at Alabama. In the past decade, Alabama went from being a state university. They're a national university now. If you look at the incoming freshmen and the incoming students to the University of Alabama. So you look at what's changed with a football program has been the highest profile football program in the last 30 years. Anywhere. And so that's caused them to become more of a national player, more so than a regional player. Probably as many out-of-staters as in-staters yeah, at Alabama, yeah, and not it's just more. Through, yeah, no. and you get a lot more money on the out-of-state kid. Right. So it's through the roof. So anyway, that's called the Flutie factor. Some people are able to capitalize with that a lot better than others. Uh, you know, I think LSU is the same way. When I was in graduate school in the early 90s, Jamie, is when LSU wasn't very good. And we went to a couple games when I was living in Mobile. And I would tell my friends about LSU, the great experience. We, we went and saw them play. I think it was Vanderbilt one time. There's like 55,000 people there. It was like, it, and they lost. It was awful. And you think LSU's come back since then? You come back with Jerry DiNardo, bring back the magic who did early, and then you hire Saban, which was a genius move. Les Miles continue that. We'll see what Orgeron does. But do you think the success and the excitement generated by LSU, successful LSU football team, generates mucho dinero for all the business people down there for the community for the school itself absolutely so that's why it's so critical that you're you're being able to be successful well the flip side of that just look what the floods did to a lot of the restaurants and the the industry there and having to come back uh, 
Ruffin Rodrigue, who owns uh, Rafinos there in Baton Rouge. I mean, he and Mike Anderson, who played ball there. These these guys, a lot of I don't know what percentage of their total income during the year is predicated on what football season brings in, but it's got to be a pretty hefty price tag. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's big business, and successful uh, means a lot. And um, because it, it that's those revenues, those dollars don't turn over just once; they turn over two and three and four times. There's a multiplier effect. Sure. With each each time, and you know, think about what it does. Well, you've got to hire waitresses, waiters, and waitresses. You've got to hire, you know, valet parking in some cases. So it it's nothing nothing but good comes out of that. But beer sales go through the roof. Beer sales do indeed go through the roof, and uh, you know, the hotel gating experience. All this is uh, we say all this to say that college football is big business, and uh, you can see why now that uh, universities are jockeying for positions to go to the most uh, lucrative uh, conferences that have the best television uh, contracts available that uh, pay the most revenue stream. But it's there's a cost effect as well. Uh, I mean, I think we, uh, we'll probably get it to the other side. Uh, what happens when your university takes a hit? And that would be one University of Missouri. Yeah, absolutely. You're listening to ESPN 97.7, Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, telling it like it is. If you agree with us, great. If you don't, hang on long enough. We'll convince you. Segment brought to you by G.B. Cooley, <laughs> reminding you to support a incredibly worthwhile cause, which is the Louisiana Special Olympics. Back un momento, ESPN. Our 4th of July sales event is going on now at Brennan Dodge with huge discounts and great financing options now through July 5th. Take advantage of savings like 4000 off 16 Jeep Wranglers, 6500 in rebates on 17 Ram 1500 Crew Bighorn, 4000 in rebates on 17 Ram 2500 Crew Diesel or Gas, 3750 in rebates on 17 Grand Cherokee, and 5000 in rebates on 17 Chargers. There may be other rebates you qualify for, so call for details and don't miss our 4th of July sales event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. Hey, this is Sean Fox, sports director here at ESPN 97.7, inviting you to join me and the rest of the sports company every day, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 for our unique, unfiltered take on the world of local and national sports. We're going to make you laugh. It might make you cry, and there's a pretty good chance at some point I'm going to make you mad. But we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. That's the Sports Company, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6, right here in your home for sports in North Louisiana, ESPN 97.7. When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Hey, welcome back in ESPN 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx rolling here on the second half of The Edge on the fifth day of July 2017. Thanks for being part of our day, letting us hang out with you here for an hour. It's always a highlight for us. and. Where our goal maybe a low to, light for them. Yeah, but, maybe a low light for you. But we hope but, not. Yeah, we, we, we hope that you'll uh, find something that we say you agree with. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But at any rate, we appreciate you listening. I want to throw this out there. This, this kind of was funny because uh, it popped up the other day, and it sort of reminds you of some recruiting stories. Julio Jones, who uh, the famed Alabama wide receiver, arguably one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, and probably the best wide receiver, dare I say, to ever go to Alabama. Or he's certainly in that conversation. Certainly in the top three, probably certainly. the number one. Yeah. yeah, in that conversation, 
Uh, some interesting things came out with uh, with Pete Carroll when he was back at USC. If it weren't for Julio Jones's, and I'm segueing this, Jamie, to talk about relationships college coaches have with high school coaches. That that's the the point of this. Uh, have it not been for Julio Jones's high school coach, according to this article, he perhaps could have been a USC Trojan. Now, the uh, NBC Rob Buska reported uh, that he t- had a story he had heard from Pete Carroll. And Julio Jones was at Foley High School. Head coach was Todd Watson. Uh, Todd Watson apparently allegedly once locked Julio Jones inside the school to keep Pete Carroll from meeting with him. Uh, how does this happen? Jones was the uh, number one wide receiver in the country in 2008 in the recruiting cycle. Top recruit in the state of Alabama, number three recruit overall. And this was on 24-7 sports. And according to uh, Buska, this was Pete Carroll's recollection of the human. So we're telling you what somebody told us, what somebody told us, what somebody told them. So this is third, fourth party. I think there's some legitimacy to this. Yeah, there may be some legitimacy. Uh, So Pete Carroll said, look, we loved Julio so much, we went to his high school in the middle of nowhere in the sticks in Alabama. (laughs) We flew in there to see him, and once we got out of the car at the football field, during the middle of practice, Coach saw me and knew who I was. He then took Jones off the field, ran him inside, got the principal and the athletic director, and locked the school. Carroll said Watson wouldn't let him in the school. Uh, They got Nick Saban on the phone from Alabama right away, and they said, hey, Pete Carroll's outside. Next thing you know, there's the full scholarship right there for Julio Jones. You know, here's a couple things about this this rendition of this story. I I don't doubt that that happened in some extent. But as a Division I coach – Part of your deal, and I, I know people, you know, violate rules or what have you. As a Division One coach, the first thing you have to do is when school is going on, and I'm assuming school was going on, the fact that they took him in there, you have to go to the principal's office and announce that you're on that campus. If not, it's a violation. And so Pete Carroll, they're, everybody's going to do that. The second thing is that, you know, all of a sudden Pete Carroll's talking about, well, then he got the uh, scholarship offer from Alabama. The guy's the number one player in Alabama. He's number three player in America. Did you think Alabama was not good? You think if Moorhead State showed up, hey, Moorhead State's here. Oh, my God, we got to sign Julio now. we got to offer him now. So that's a little bit suspect in terms of – That's uh, the thing, the only part of the story that throws me is why did why did Alabama wait to offer? Because they offer people in I'm three sure years they, ahead of time. I'm sure they offered yeah, the I guy. This is yeah. just somebody – this is a sports reporter trying to be a little bit more part of the story than, than probably what he is. But uh, do I think that they probably locked him in the room? Absolutely. That that, yeah. that that absolutely happens. I've seen it. Uh, I, I've experienced it. They, you know, during the signing week, right before the signing week, a week ahead of time, people will put them in hotels. Yes, they will. They'll take their cell phone away. They'll give them a new cell phone. With no, that's the thing with recruits now. Everybody gets a new cell phone because everybody has those old numbers. Before, back in the day, you just had that one home number. Or, you know, the girlfriend's number, but it was always a landline. Now with cell phones, you're off the charts because you got all the, you know, the instant messaging, the social uh, social media sites, the cell numbers. So it's a whole different ballgame maybe than what it was. So interesting things there. Do you think Julio would have left Alabama? Probably not. No, I think he was probably headed there anyway because – but I can promise you one reason why Nick Saban – you notice he's had – you know, if you want to believe the rumors or not, Texas has come after him and – I think he's probably come through his through Jimmy Sexton has probably dabbled with some of these ideas. But one of the reasons he was he's staying in Alabama, and you can't blame him, um, complicity with the high school coaches, with the alumni. When you're head coach at the University of Alabama, it's a heck of a lot easier to recruit. Nick Saban could go to Moorhead State. He could. And it's Nick Saban. Now, very few people are Nick Saban. You know, I still think he's got one move left in. I don't know when it's going to be. It's just a Not gut feeling. Not at 63. That's just a gut. Well, here's the thing about it, Jamie. Those guys still have egos. Well. You know, I mean, how many championships can you win or play in? I don't know. The answer is as many as you can. The reason I don't think he'll leave is because he's got the, you know, the Mercedes-Benz dealerships there now. He's got some business ties. Do you think well he's sweating a mortgage payment? Gee, I hope he's I can not, make that mortgage payment this month. Have a, I think Bama picks that up in addition to paying him ungodly amounts of money. But. I, I don't know. I, th- I think it's easier. Now, you know, his reputation is that of a builder. Right. Kind of like what you're going to attempt at St. Frederick. You've got to be a builder. Um, and that's that's where his that's where his ego comes in. He wants to take down – he likes taking downtrodden programs. 
Well, what's great programs? We're yeah, not, we're not talking about. about he's not going to Tech or ULM. Yeah, or he's like going that, to something that's, or, you know, if he were to go to something, it's something that has been once Let's, great. That's not as good as what it has. Is that fair? I would say when he, he went to LSU or Alabama, yeah. both of those were dumpster fires when he went. Yeah, but he's not going to. He's not going to. He's got to go. He's going to some place where there is a modicum of success. Oh, absolutely. Still left. Uh, that would be a Notre Dame right now, probably. Interesting. Um, interesting. That would be a Notre Dame, I would say, right now in the conversation. Uh, would he? Why would uh, these coaches do it? Well, it's also, if you notice, if you look at Nick Saban's advisory staff, he's got about 60 people that just that break down film for him. That you think bring he knows all their names? He has a coffee guy that makes the coffee for the coffee guy that gives it to the coffee that brings it to Nick Saban. That's how incestuous this whole thing is over there well, and, I mean, and it's, every it's, major college football program in the country they don't have it to that number but it's, it's no even it's even kirby smart who worked for him said it's a little bit much but at the same time it pays dividends everything he makes has a recruiting angle to it absolutely and he does it and he does it the best in the country. Nick Saban's not winning because he's running the power sweep different than everybody no, else. No, he's running. He's winning because the power sweep guy he has and the guys blocking are better than your guys. Right, and, and, and I got guys better than them on the bench. And to his credit, he evolves a little bit. I don't think. I think he and Lane Kiffin were absolutely oil and water. Uh, but it worked short term. It worked short term. It got him where he wanted. Now he's able to bring in somebody who I think will probably mold his philosophy a little better. Go. You know, Powerball. Um, but, again, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's, but uh, there is always a recruiting angle. Uh, it's, a very, it's very easy now to recruit there. Um, you see where, you know, but, again, we we're talking about Arkansas State. Hey, in the Alabama locker room, they got a waterfall in the locker room. So, hey, you know, it's just, is it a bit much? Yeah. But it's I think Alabama football, Kentucky basketball. Yeah, same thing. So, in, same yeah. expectation. Could you, I, you know, let me let's go really wild here. Would you throw LSU baseball expectations in the same vein as currently Alabama football, Kentucky, North Carolina, Duke basketball? Is, is that a fair? Is that a fair comparison? It's a very fair comparison because I think you'll see that next at LSU. You'll have a water park out in the past past the right field line if that's what it takes. Well, they're putting in like a lazy river thing. I was down there when I picked my daughter. Oh, up they to, they to are. The, yeah, they're putting like a. I'm calling it Lazy River. It's over, you know, by the student union where you can like float around. Oh, it's not near the athletic facilities. Uh, vicinity, but no, it's not specifically for athletics. It's for students. And look, here's the thing: people don't get. You compete for students too if you're a university. You know the the water park thing at uh, Arkansas State. You're still trying to get students. Yeah, you know, largely, especially private schools. You're tuition driven. In a private school, a public school, not nearly as much because you're going to get some some public. Uh, Money's out of it. Private schools, you're tuition-driven. You're dependent on tuition. You're dependent mm-hmm. on endowment. And so those are two huge factors um, about that. And, you know, you mentioned it before. Interesting thing. We'll sort of segue into this because a lot of times people don't realize, Jamie, or, or they don't think about it. But It's not that they don't realize it, that higher education is a huge business. Mm-hmm. And the commodity is students. If, you, if you're in a large area, if, if you're in the, uh, New Orleans, for example, mm-hmm. there are a plethora of schools you could go to in, in the New Orleans, greater New Orleans area from southeastern Louisiana, University of New Orleans, Loyola, Delgado, Dillard. Xavier. Xavier. I mean, you know, seven or eight schools that are competing. UNO. <laughs> yeah, that are competing for students. All right. Smaller markets around here, just a 90-mile proximity, Louisiana Tech, Grambling, ULM, and Delta. All right, and so smaller area, smaller number of schools. So it's 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 there, there's an interesting dynamic with that. So as these schools go and try to encourage students to come and, and to encourage success in all their programs, that entices alumni to give money back to that institution. Because if you feel like you got a good deal, if you feel like you're, it's like my daughter right now. She is enamored with LSU. She's been there for a year and ingrained into the culture. They go to the football games. They go. They, they stood in line to go to the gymnastics meet. And so she's ingrained into that culture. And for the rest of her life, that experience she's had at LSU is going to cause her to have interest at LSU. She might be living in Connecticut sometime. I promise you she's going to pick up the paper and go, oh, how's LSU doing, or get on the Internet. 
And so a lot of these schools, and I think Louisiana Tech does a great job with that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, you know, they continually integrate people, former students, alumni, et cetera, into what they're currently doing. Uh, and that is, uh, that is a critical component of fundraising. Of They call it the university-level advancement. And so I'm going to talk to you when we come back. We're going to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to talk about Missouri, but in terms of the financial hit that they've taken the last two years, the numbers are staggering. And it is politically based. Well, it was, reason, yeah, it was so. politically based. People are, are not happy, maybe, or some people are not happy with what went on. But the numbers, the, the green. At the end of the day, the hit that they've taken is staggering. You'll see SP in 97.7, Terry Walder, Jamie Foxx, The Edge Edition on a Wednesday. This segment brought to you by our friends at Spa Nivelle. Go see them on Lammy Lane in Monroe. Pamper the special people in your life, 318-807-1060. Spa Nivelle, Lammy Lane, Monroe. Back in a minute. tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals and should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Hey, are you ready to buy a new truck? Well, here's a great opportunity. Jay Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro announces closeout pricing on all remaining 2016 Ford F-150s, and they've got a good inventory in stock. You've been hearing about the new F-150 Raptors? Jay Mallard has them, along with the all-new high-performance Shelby GT350. Come see them, and don't miss this chance to save big at Jay Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. JayMallardFord.com. A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Making good things happen. When the game is on the line, you put the ball in the hands of your best player because they always perform under pressure. And at Valvoline, we too believe performance comes from hands-on expertise. That's why we created Valvoline Full Synthetic, specially formulated to provide maximum engine protection against friction and wear. So when performance counts, put your engine in the right hands. Valvoline, 150 years under the hood. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts now and buy five quarts of Valvoline Full Synthetic and an oil filter starting at just $33.99. See store for restrictions and details. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to the Edge on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in ESPN 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx hanging with you on the Wednesday, the day after the 4th of July. So we were talking about, Jamie, before the break, how colleges and universities, it's big business for students. Athletics has always been, in most cases, the front porch of a university. I mean, you, you know, you can look at a house, and, and, you know, it's like buying a house. You start driving around. It's called curb appeal. Right. I, I drive around. I'm looking. Oh, there's some nice bushes there. There's a little garden. You know, the, the, the front door is nice. Hey, look at the look at the wrought iron stuff on the front porch. It, it makes it, a difference. Yeah, it makes a difference because to get you into that house, you got to go through that front door. So athletics – and I think it's a fair comparison or, or a fair uh, way to look at it. It's, it's viewed as a front door or a front porch, if you will. So Missouri, this is back in 2015, much publicized guy, went on a hunger strike, uh, was not happy with some of the things. Some of the, you know, it suggested there were racial things, being components being done at Missouri. Uh, the university did not do as much as he would have liked, went on a hunger strike. Long story short, it ended up with the University of Missouri Chancellor 
losing his job. Gary Pinkle, the head coach at University, because the football players, they had a certain number of football players that were uh, suggesting they boycott the game. This is on the heels of the Grambling boycott here Mm -hmm. for different reasons, but nonetheless, boycott is boycott. You're not going to play. You're not going to show up. At any rate, uh, the University of Missouri went through a lot of issues, very well reported. Uh, let me give you some numbers here. And this is according to uh, to the Daily Wire. This is very interesting. The first two years of after, you know, post-protest, if you will, the donations to the athletic department, you know, the guys writing checks dropped 72%. Oh. Now, I want you to think about something. Think if you have a job out there and you take a 72% cut in what you're making. Probably going to impact your lifestyle. Just you might be canceling the Direct TV package. House goes for up for sale. Yeah, yes. yeah. The Direct TV. You know, we're not going to be able to get those extra channels that you like. Um. So the university, and again, University of Missouri is a massive university, is trying to recoup some of his losses. Now they've got they've closed seven residence halls. Seven. Seven. A residence hall is an apartment complex for college kids. All right, that's just the best way to think about it. They've closed seven residence halls with just under 1,500 beds in them. Mm. So if you put two per person, that's 700 and something beds or 700 and something rooms that are not being used any longer. And depending on if they're new, if they're not, they're probably new if they're University of Missouri, you have a mortgage payment due on those doors. You know, you're, you're servicing the loans on those things, and you're doing that with money that the students are paying for your housing. At any rate, um, the vice chancellor of operations said on a website the other day, and Columbia, Missouri is famous for not having enough hotel rooms when it comes to football games or what have you. The university is offering two- and four-bedroom suites at $120 a night for football games coming up. So let's think about this for a second. So you've got your kid. He goes to the University of Missouri. He's in his dorm room. He's happy. And you're going to have Otto, the raging alcoholic, that's going to move in next to him for a couple nights every fall. Well, the question becomes, what if the alcohol is illegal in that dorm for students? And you're going to have the 55-year-old Otto that comes in that's, you know, he's coming to party. He's got in his briefcase. Dude, he's coming to party. Or he brings his buddies with him. Is your RA really going to enforce the... Uh, hey, sir, you can't have out. Yeah, not when Otto gives ten grand to Missouri right now. Yeah, or or whatever. I mean, so it's a whole different environment that you're putting in there with those dorms, uh, with the kids. We had a we had a situation. I'll, I'll regale this one with you real quick. When Katrina hit, mm-hmm. and so all the schools in South Louisiana were trying to find places to put their football team. Well, I know, like, uh, what was it? Uh, Tulane came to Louisiana Tech. Is that yeah? Right? Tulane moved yeah. up here, and so you got all these things. So. Uh, I'm not going to tell you the school down there had inquired at Texas Wesleyan University about, and this is when I was athletic director, about moving their football team uh, to Fort Worth for the year. And do we have dorm space? Yeah, maybe. They could have squeezed it. Do you understand? And the vice president was all fired up because she had figured out how much money they were going to raise out of it. Like You have no idea what you're doing. You're dropping a, a spark in a powder keg. Uh, so to speak, because you're not prepared for it. Your your staff is not trained for it. The issues that you're going to have are going to far outrange any. But she just saw it as a revenue. Well, and good luck. I mean, these these campuses are underwater. Chances are they can't find the checkbook either to, to pay Texas Wesleyan. But anyway, or, or whoever it was. Yeah. But it, but people sometimes don't look at that because every decision you make. I'll tell you this, Jamie. If you make enough bad decisions over the course of a long time, and I guess we're living proof of that, there is a price to be paid for it. If you have people in leadership positions in any business, any industry, any educational facility in the military, that over the course of a long period of time continually make bad, uninformed, or just moronic decisions. Mm-hmm. That price is paid for a long time. Oh, yeah, the, the, the ripple effect. Um, and so now in Missouri, I mean, 72% drop, and now you're trying to, to recoup it a little bit. You know, at, at some point, do you start, do you really wonder about, uh, you know, cutting back? Because 72% is significant. How does Missouri handle the Title IX stuff? Because a lot of the re- revenue generated through football and basketball balance Title IX. Now, all of a sudden, you got 72% of your 
people that are saying, you know what, we're not giving you any money anymore. Because if you remember, Gary Pinkle, who I think had cancer, he had been battling cancer, but sort of unexpectedly uh, resigned. They promoted the assistant. You remember the, the, ESP, Odom, the, the yeah. show on that, Barry Odom. Everybody's excited about it. They've had two years of absolute misery. Gary Pinkle's last two years there, they played for the championship, SEC championship. Mm-hmm. From the they won the East, which tells you how bad the East was. Uh, they've been absolutely terrible the last two years. I mean, is this the last year that he's going to get in order to try to make that a better situation? You know, here's the thing. Missouri probably, you know, went to the SEC, obviously, for revenue reasons. And they're banking. And they were they were bank They put uh, Faroats, I think it's F-A-U-R, Faroats Stadium. Uh, they've done some renovations to it, um, some additions. And now, all of a sudden, Ferguson hits. And if you really want to – this is the genesis of where all this started, was the, the riots in Ferguson after the the uh, the shooting there. It A lot of it moved down to campus. Some of the professors were involved in it. Uh, there were sit-ins, walk-outs, eat-ins, eat-outs. I mean, there was just all sorts of uh, mess associated in it. You know, the, the football players were, were threatening boycotts. And all of a sudden, people with money – kind of like they're doing in other areas, are saying, forget you. I'm not giving you a penny. And now Missouri is hemorrhaging as a result. And this has been three three years ago, I believe, two or three years ago now, the fallout from all of this. So you've got donors having to – they're trying to sell dorm rooms to try to raise revenue. They've uh, – the enrollment's dropped. Uh, you know, and, and because you're a lot of people are saying, I'm not going to su- subject my, my child – to those kind of professors at Missouri who were, you know, screaming and hollering and pushing reporters and things like that, um, they wouldn't fire, so that that raised the ire. I mean, that people are going to st- people eventually, Terry, will talk with their pocketbooks and their feet, and in Missouri, it's happened, and that's a shame because it's one of the best journalism schools in the country. I wanted to go to Missouri at one point in time. That's the school that I looked at. Uh, they probably didn't want me. I'm sure they didn't, but. At the same time, uh, you know, a well, well-known at one point in time, a, a, a beautiful school from, from all indications. Um, but now it is, as a result, it's practically shut down the university, all over politics, and and civil strife, and that's that's unfortunate. That's that's not where we should be. You move past it, and in Missouri, and I'm not blaming the people. I just don't think they're they were ill-equipped to handle it. I think most universities would be. What happened to Missouri can happen anywhere. It's unfortunate. Crazy stuff going. At any rate, man, uh, good stuff today, Jamie. We're going to get in. we got a few more things tomorrow. We're going to get into uh, Kentucky football and self-reporting a violation. Number one team in the East this year, Kentucky. Oh, They're taking the East. You saw me on Tennessee last year. They're uh, not listen, taking the East. Yeah, hey, hey, Kentucky is not just basketball anymore. Bob Stoops. Spring I mean, basketball. What's his name? Not Bob. Uh, uh, Craig. What, I don't know. Uh, Stoops' brother. Anyway, Stoops' brother. Stoops' brother is, uh, is finally If they win around. the East, you'll learn his first name. Okay, you heard it here first, July 5th, before SEC media oh, days. I'm on. not getting Kentucky upset winner in the SEC. You're, you're, why are you throwing things at me? No. Stop. Stop. No, I mean, stop it. Did Kentucky. you drink too much yesterday? I, I can't drink. Um, maybe that's the problem. Well, maybe so. Maybe so. It's <laughs> affected your rational. I didn't memory. say I was happy about it. I'm just saying I can't. Um, so I'm going Gators. Going Gators. You're such a bandwagon. I mean, no, they're good. I mean, they're they're. I think they've got two quarterbacks. That where's the Kentucky Florida game this year? It's always a classic. Yeah, it's always a classic. It's always a classic. It's always the Florida highlight guy. Get ready. Don't get married. <laughs> Don't get married the weekend of the Kentucky-Florida game. Is hey, my, my I advice. hope Kentucky wins the game. I really do. I, I just, don't like Kentucky they're not basketball, gonna, but football. They're, they're not going to win the SEC East, although I didn't think Missouri would either, so who knows. Yeah. See? So the soothsaying industry is probably not going to be kind to either one of us. No, no. We're not We're not calling Vegas on these odds. We're just simply saying as of July I was going to say Guido would love to get some action on that from Jamie. After the fourth, giddy with, with Independence Day, we're saying that Kentucky, I'm saying, I don't know. Um, anyway, what are we going to do tomorrow? I don't know. What, who can we, we offend who tomorrow? Can, who can we offend tomorrow? I don't have to work on that. Okay. Well, it's been we, a good day, man. I appreciate you coming in, John Tabor. Thank you for 
running the board for us. Thanks to our sponsors, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get. Our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber. Go see him on US 165 North. in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Our friends at Spa Avell, Mr. Bobby Banning, attorney at law, the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, Powerworks, Gourmet Pizza by Design. Go catch them on Tower Drive in Monroe next to Nukes. And, and... Jimmy Cooley, reminding you in support of Worthwhile Cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. For John Tabor, for Jamie Foxx, I'm Terry Walter. Make sure you stay tuned this afternoon for Sean Fox and the sports company coming up at Three Bells. We'll see you in the morning, folks. Aloha. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Walter. No matter what the topic Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com.